0: We've been talking this week about forgiveness. One of the most important things to teach our children is how to forgive other people and the fact that they must forgive other people. But if you don't learn the concept of forgiving, how will you understand the amazing gift of being forgiven by God?
1: You're listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J., and this is kind of The flip around, the benefits of forgiveness is being forgiven, you know, and a lot, a lot of people have a hard time actually accepting that it's true. It's almost too good to be true. And it, well, it is too good to be true that God would forgive us and clean slate.
0: It's too good to be true, but it is true. But it is true. Just because it's too good to be true, it is true. It's almost too good to, there's so many things in life that are too good to be true. I mean, it's too good to be true that I live in this country. Why did he let me live in this country where Mm. I have options for food when so much of the world has no options for food? It's too good to be true, but it is true. It's too good to be true that I am completely forgiven of my sins of everything. And I think there are a lot of people who've never been taught the concept of forgiveness in their homes because their parents' Utilize guilt all the time and didn't forgive them and don't forgive them and constantly and so they can't imagine being forgiven uh, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think your gender, uh, Ruthie and I guess I have to qualify it while you're thinking if you're going to take me out on this one or not. <laughs> but I am married to the most amazing person on the planet who led me to Christ uh, I'd never uh, knowingly met a Christian till I was 21 I'd never uh, been in the door of a church except to go to a breakfast once uh, and at 21 Rosemary was on this campus I was a sophomore she was a freshman beautiful beautiful woman and I asked her out and she wouldn't go out with me and said that uh, when I kept asking her out because I couldn't believe that there's somebody that wouldn't go out with me who wouldn't want some of this this is awesome (laughs) and she kept turning me down and then she said because you're not a Christian there's no future in this why would I
1: She just straight up told me? oh yeah
0: And, and very very sweet and Rosemary's not terribly confident which I can't imagine you know homecoming queen in high school and homecoming court at our university I can't imagine why but but married now 41 years and there was a kind of an educational tool in her home they were missionaries so they were there was just something in that missionary home now let me say great parents great mm-hmm. parents but they used a lot of guilt in the in the training of their kids and uh, made them feel guilty over stuff. And so Rosemary can feel guilty and not feel forgiven over the funniest little things like forgetting or not returning a phone call or not wanting to return a phone mm. call and feel so guilty. And if I don't, and it's just this funny thing uh, about it. And I've noticed in other women just just not understanding the concept of forgiveness for whatever in their life. Mm. So, do you think one gender more than another? Not that you would know the male gender because you you Cause aren't I'm one. I'm female. Yes. Right? Yes. yes.
1: <laughs> but that's an interesting connection there, where if you're sort of a guilt ridden person, maybe a people pleaser, that's kind of holding you back from really experiencing the depth of forgiveness. That you don't, you know. Okay, we have you know standard code of procedure, whatever of behavior, but we don't owe the world. All kinds of stuff, you know. Let me share this story with you. There was a pastor that I heard preach, and he said he felt so guilty because he's traveling all the time. And he brought back home these phenomenal gifts for his kids. He doesn't do it on every trip, but he was so happy he was bringing these gifts home. And he said, I'm in the plane, and I can kind of feel... Like these voices in my head saying, you're trying to buy them out. You're buying them because you're never home for them. And his kids didn't complain very much. You know, that's just his job. He travels all the time. And he said, I had to stop and like tell the enemy, you know what? You need to be, I don't owe my kids these gifts. I'm Mm. giving them to them because I love them. Mm. God forgives us because he loves us, not because he's owing us or because we have. We'll never be able to pay back the debt of what we've done wrong. It's totally unmerited, the grace that he's given and the forgiveness. So is that?
0: that If you can grasp that and live with that, and that's truth, what you just gave us, I totally agree. I think we can't fathom his love for us. And I got the forgiveness. I just got it. And I think I got the forgiveness. Rosemary made the statement this summer we were driving a long drive, and she said, You're so willing to risk new or difficult things and she said what is that and I said I I don't know what that is I know that I don't have the gifts that you have Rosemary and I'm not as smart as you but I was I think ever since coming to Christ I I think prior to coming to Christ I wasn't willing to risk because I was afraid of failure and now I'm not afraid of failure anymore and so uh, uh, because I know if I mess up I'll be forgiven if I mess up it's all okay and if I mess up my self esteem is not on the victory first time I was ever asked to teach was uh, O.S. Hawkins First Baptist Fort Lauderdale and big church and he called me once and said would you fill the pulpit and I said no not really I've not ever done that I'm not going to do it and then he called back again and I said yes and I went into the pulpit I threw up in the parking lot on the way in by the way and I went (laughs) in it was a disaster you only have a career of this yeah yeah it was a disaster and it was one of those things where you look back in the sound booth and you know that they've turned off the recording because no one's going to buy this tape or CD (laughs) or whatever it was back then Mm -hmm. and uh, it was a disaster but something big happened that day and I walked out and I realized wow wow, I know it was bad. I couldn't hear the gospel in what I was saying. And people came to Christ, wow. And it kind of, I'm forgiven and I don't have to be right all the time. I just have to keep pushing forward and and willing to risk. And I want that for my children. You're not appraised by your, your performance. You're appraised by your effort. Just have fun and know that mm. Jesus is with you and he forgives you. And if I am not forgiving my children, if I'm using guilt in the home, then how will they ever understand the forgiveness of God? Mm. How will they get that? How will they be freed up? And I think a pastor really released me on that one when I came to Christ. I went to I called my pastor and I said, uh I know on the way out Sunday, I said, Can I come see you sometime this week? And he said, Absolutely, what's up? And I said, Well, and I really, I don't remember exactly how I say it, but I basically said, I want to know the rules of engagement. <laughs> I want to know what are the Christian rules? What are the can do, can't do's? And he was amazing. He laughed and he said, All right, bring your Bible. Mm-hmm. And I went through this whole list. Are we, are Christians allowed to do this? What does the Bible say? Well, I don't know. Well, I said, Well, let me know when you know what the Bible says. Well, okay, what about this? And, 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 you know, it was conservative time, conservative church in Knoxville. Are Christians allowed to dance? And he said, What is your Bible? Bible? Bible say. And uh, I said, Pastor, are you going to tell me? He says, well, this one I'm (laughs) going to tell you. I think David danced all the way into the city uh, carrying Mm -hmm. the ark. Let me show you where that is. And And he said, you're coming to me for the rules of engagement, everybody's rules are a little different here. Mm. You got to go to God, your Father, and it's going to be different. But wow, man, I don't want to call you into a religion. I want to free you into experiencing not just the forgiveness, but after the forgiveness, the total one hundred percent forgiveness, the love of Christ. I didn't grow up in that home, mm. but He gave me a new home with a new heart.
1: Wow, I think the Bible uses the word grace a lot too in mm. connection with all this, and understanding what grace is. There's a great story of. Uh, this middle school daughter who was getting straight A's in all of her classes except one And she brought home her report card and she's so embarrassed She's showing her dad her dad's like what is this d you have straight a this is not the student you are She's i'm terrified of the teacher. I can't understand the content. I can't you know all these excuses He said all right, let's have a parent teacher meeting So he goes with his daughter to meet with the teacher and he says my daughter's just not getting your class She's not getting you can I just have a second with your daughter? Just give me a minute. Fine. So the father steps out and they called him back in. They said, okay, she's in the class. She's going to stay. He said, what'd you tell her? And he said, I told your daughter, if I give you A's on all your assignments, would you stay and just work your hardest? And she said, okay, fine. And would you believe that actually all her assignments started improving and she started getting things because the pressure's off. She was mm. free enough to do her best.
0: Free to fail. Mm. Free to fail. Only God is grading me done. I think we have our children so wrapped up in performance. I think our children don't know we will love them, whatever. I think that we need to end the day with them uh, if we've had a difficulty uh, forgiving them. You know, One of the consequences for not getting out of bed or whatever in our home, not getting out of bed, getting a chore done, get to the breakfast table and out was going to bed early. And uh, when I'd have to put Roby when he was little to bed early and he would be just broken that we had to do this. Because he,
1: he's the people pleaser and does He, he want was a people
0: pleaser, and we dealt with that to make him a leader mm-hmm. because people pleasers make the best leaders because they're leaders with a heart. I mean, he was president of the student body at his school, mm-hmm. um, but he went through all the pain of people disagreeing with decisions that it was happening. And so the whole uh, thing, I'd sit on the side of the bed, and he'd say, get, in, get into bed with me, Daddy, and he'd make a pillow for me. And I'd get into the bed, He'd give me his extra pillow. And he said, I'm sorry I didn't get out of bed. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm sorry, what are you talking about? I've forgotten that. Mm. The consequence is going to bed early. The consequence is not me being mad at you. I'm not mad at mm. you. I mean, Robe. We're done here. And him learning the consequence of forgiveness and me being in bed 15 minutes and playing with him and doing stupid things and getting in trouble with his mom because we're making too much noise. (laughs) You're forgiven. How will my children get the whole concept until they're on the receiving end? They have to be on the receiving end of forgiveness, complete forgiveness, so then that they can be on the giving end and then they can be on the ultimate receiving end. I am forgiven. It's so releasing. How many men have I watched come to Christ who have so, they're so gifted and they have so messed up all their lives. And then they come to Christ. I've watched several men in their twenties or thirties come to Christ. Sheridan house is an unusual place because there are times when people that might not go to church might come and and do stuff for us here. And I watched a man do a significant part of the building project of the 60 acres. And I watched him come come to Christ and I watched him just break and I watched him cry out his eyes his nose everything (laughs) and realize and I realized the release of you mean I'm forgiven of all of that Mm -hmm. I said yeah you are and that's what will free you up to probably go back to a couple of people and say you're sorry and whether they forgive you or not is irrelevant because he your God your Heavenly Father has forgiven you I want my children to experience forgiveness on the front end
1: and women I think deal with a lot of shame too always trying to strive for perfection and be a better mom and and they're so we are so performance based also that if we don't feel free i think that's what we're teaching our kids you know keep working well you just keep trying your hardest and in everything In everything that's the problem we exhaust ourselves and we're exhausting our entire families
0: it's not possible to be a christian woman today let me just put that on the table. Because a Christian woman is supposed to be able to do everything. Perfect house. Perfect career. Because that's
1: what the Proverbs 31 woman is supposed no, we've to be No, we put too like, much stress but. on her.
0: Uh, the, the, the Proverbs 31 woman, we need to read deeper than performance it's interesting that the job description has changed so dramatically for the woman in our culture today that she is set up to fail mm-hmm. and when she's set up to fail she's set up to feel guilty and then she has these role models every now and then of that other woman at church who is skinny and house beautiful neat car great husband all organic her children clothing. are all wearing matching <laughs> clothes and their hair is combed when they come in right. and you dig deeper and you're in shock when something when you realize wow oh. I can't compare myself to anybody. I've got to compare myself to what I think Christ is preparing me to be to get there. And we see it in the Apostle Paul. And I love this part of the Apostle Paul, the most famous Evangelist, theologian of his time, speaking to monstrous crowds, doing an amazing job. And then all of a sudden, he's in house arrest. And when he's in house arrest, it's not like, wow, what well, did I do something wrong for you not having me perform anymore? And God, and he gets this from God. No, I want you to do two things. Every shift of the Praetorian Guard, they're coming in here. And when they come in here, uh, you're chained to them. I want you to change the concept. They're chained to you. And so a, a revival breaks out on the Praetorian Guard. And we, we kind of know they must come in and take off their all their armor and sit down there at his feet and learn. Because Paul gets this visual at the end of one of the shifts that he uses in the closing of Ephesians, putting on the armor of God. Mm. But I also want you to do one other thing. I just want you to write letters to the churches that you're at. Just send these letters out. They're the world's most best-selling letters of all time in the Bible. He said, I have learned to count it all joy in my situation, and I have learned to be content because here's what I've learned. I've learned I'm forgiven, and I've learned God's got it all under control, and I'm in joy with that. So I can get up every day and be forgiven. We've each got to decide My children, if they go out without feeling forgiven for every single thing they go through, that after I've dealt with the behavior, I love the child. Dealt with the behavior, I love the child. It's not a punishment. It's a consequence to help them know you chose this. Now I need to love the child. As you've dealt with your consequence, you're forgiven. Mm -hmm. It sets them up to be forgiven by their Heavenly Father. It sets them up to forgive people who have hurt them. As we continue to talk through this concept, it sets them up to be married. It sets them up to forgive their spouse, who is their opposite in temperament and in every way. <laughs>
1: Forgiving that. Yes, and sets
0: them up for the traumatic things that happen right. in every marriage. And it sets them up to forgive their own children and not perpetuate generation after generation of anger and feeling unloved, but generation after generation of being forgiven by Christ.
1: You've been listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. To find out more about Sheridan House, And the children's homes. There's a lot of resources as well to help you in your parenting journey and your marriage journey, Um, how to be a better spouse and a better parent. All the proceeds go to help the children's homes. You can find them online at shfm.org. And to hear this program again, share it with someone, uh, even on social media, and sign up to get it automatically, either through podcast or email with the blog. Go online to parentingonpurpose.org. We hope you join us next week. We'll be starting another topic here on parenting on Purpose.